We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Tamara Gady. Today, we're going to talk about the year ahead in 2024. But first, if you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So give me an opportunity to have a conversation with you about your title needs. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Today's guest is Kara Hawkins. She's the branch manager and senior loan officer for Town Square Mortgage. She has been a partner of mine and my escrow officer, Kelly Berry, for quite some years. I've not had her on the podcast yet, so I feel like I have really been remiss in doing that. I'm really excited to have her on the show today. Thank you for joining me, Kara. Yay, thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad. It's long overdue, so I apologize for taking so long. I've wanted to be on here. I've seen it several times. Oh, I'm like, you should have said something. Where's, where's I'm my chance? to have you on I'm a, as a guest. I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. anytime. And as a matter of fact, before the show, we were talking about um, a radio show that you used to do called um, called Single, Women's, Single Women Smart, by Homes. Smart Women. Oh, smart women buy homes. I need to make a note of that. I really like that. So you guys look for a future podcast episode with Kara and I and we're talking about how 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 single and smart and or smart women can buy homes, right? Because we are both single and smart. (laughs) Single and smart. Well, you're engaged now. So congratulations. Thank you. Yes. I didn't think I'd be 45 and engaged, but here I am. That's okay. That's okay. I think uh, you guys um, look super cute on social. I've not met him, but you seem really happy. And so I'm happy for you. He's wonderful. Good. So let's talk about why we're here today. Uh, The first question, I'd just like to jump right in. How's 2024 looking so far? It's looking really good. Okay. I have been... um, Well, I thought it was going to look good, right? Because the interest rate market dictates a lot of what the activity looks like out there. So, you know, based on every projection we were seeing, you know, as late as last year, we were seeing that, you know, we would see a significant rate drop in 2024, maybe even multiple significant rate drops. So I was, I was anticipating it. I don't think I was anticipating it starting as quick as it did. Um, the week before, between Christmas and New Year's, you know, when everyone doesn't really want to work. Yeah, there's not a lot going on typically. really know yeah. where they are from yeah. a day-to-day basis. I was so busy. There were days I didn't get out of my desk for eight plus hours. Okay. I love hearing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it makes me so happy because Q4 was... A little, yeah, a little, it was a little stressful, a little sleepy. Right. <laughs> um, I, I said that I've been, I've been doing this for 20, gosh, 22 years now, 23 years. And um, I told my kids and my fiance, this is the busiest I've ever been at this time of year. Um, with the exception of 2021, that was just a, yeah, we can't, I can't compare. Yeah. We can't compare the COVID years. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately we're, we're, we've moved on to a different type of market. I think we're going to see a similar market. You think? This I year? do. Okay. I do. I really do. Now, that may be just me. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But um, we have so much pent up demand here in DFW that, we do. you know, once those listings start to hit or people decide to start selling, they decide to start moving again because rates are dropping or, you know, whatever various ancillary reasons, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a market that's comparable. I don't know that it's going to be quite um, as busy as 21, but 
I think it's going to be comparable. It will be nothing like 2023, in my opinion. Well, I'll, and I have to look at, um, I, I already looked at my pre-COVID numbers. And of course, we're way beyond that, sure. you know, way beyond that, um, which I'm very thankful and blessed to, right. to be able to say, of course, never take any of that for granted. But I, I agree with you. We're seeing a robust yeah. open order count for January. Yeah. So we're super excited as well. Yeah. It hasn't uh, quite hit. It's not translating to closings in January yet. No, right. It won't. But February, yeah. I mean, I was telling uh, an agent this morning, my applications are up over 50%. Over 50%. From last month. Okay. At this point in the month. That is incredible. And we're midway through January. Yeah. Yeah. Just to put a timestamp on it yeah. since this will roll out in a couple of weeks, you know. Right. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. So that kind of leads me to my next question. So we're already up and running, right? Yes. But we do know that some uh, you know, some of us are are teeing up for our spring market, right? right. We're already deep, knee deep into the first of the year. Uh, so tell me what kind of advice are you giving to realtors right now to make sure that they can capitalize on a super robust spring market, summer market, and have their pipeline full by then? So they've got to start whatever goals they set, whatever business plan they set forward. Yeah, that already has to be done. <laughs> it has to be done. It has to be transpiring right now. It yeah. can't be, I'm going to do this in 30 days. It can't even be, I'm going to do this next week. It needs to start today, right? You have to start establishing your social networks, your circle, your sphere of influence, you know, whatever that might be, whether it be, you know, outward networking, like face-to-face -face networking or your social media networking, both of them honestly have to be done. Um, but it has to be started right now. And, you know, the, there's people with their wheels really turning right now that, okay, 2024 is going to be the year that I buy a house, right? Yeah. So we have to be in front of them right now while they're thinking about it, even though they may not purchase until, you know, June, July or whatever their timing might be. They have to be working and getting in front of those people right now because those are the people that, you know, are going to be their relationships in the future. So I just, I see way too many people talking about goals, talking about their business plan, you know, they're just not implementing it and it has to be done right now or else you're going to be 90 days behind for the rest of the year. Okay. That was a good golden nugget. 90 days behind. If you are not yeah. implementing today, yes. you are going to be 90 days behind the curve. Because the purchase cycle is 90 days. Okay. So if you're not getting in front of people right now, getting those relationships established, getting those wheels turning, getting those people pre-approved, you're 90 days behind, right? Okay, so uh, you said some, something interesting when we talked uh, on our pre-podcast discussion that you are making a minimum of five contact phone calls a day. No, I'm not making a minimum of five. I am committing to speaking to speaking five to five people. Okay, so how many dollars it takes? Right. If it takes a hundred. Okay, I understood. misunderstood that goal. Yes, no, it is. I am not logging off, even if it's nine o'clock. I'm committing to speaking to five new clients a day. And that has been, it was fairly easy last week. I, there was a day last week I didn't hit it. It was frustrating, but then I talked with six the next day. Okay. Right. But I am, I say I didn't log off. I had to log off. <laughs> yeah. Nine o'clock's a little late. <laughs> I mean, you can call me, but. 
I'm not calling clients at nine, but you know, a lot of times people want to schedule after yeah. work, which I get. They don't want to talk about their personal business at work, sure. so it's a seven or eight sure. o'clock call, whatever. Um, but I've 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 narrowed my business down to I know how many people I have to talk to daily, how many applications that's going to turn into, how many of those people are actually going to qualify right now um, to you know, tailor that to how many loans I need to close. Well, and realtors can do the same thing. I mean, there's Absolutely. business plans out there that can drill down to how many phone calls you need to make right. a day plus how many appointments you need to have a week right. in order to reach your closing goals, right? Absolutely, and I don't know that many do that. No, I don't know that many do it. I mean, I don't know that that there's a lot of people that just don't even do a business plan or set their goals mm -hmm. for the year, right? They just kind of wing it. But in this market, in order to capitalize at the highest um, percentage that you can, you've really got to get that down to the basics. And that and that's a lot of what everybody has been talking about. This is not, obviously this isn't a new to real estate conversation, but this right. also isn't a new to this type of market conversation, right? right? It's how do you stay top of mind? So drilling down and really being intentional about staying top of mind, now's the time and 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 you've got to be incredibly goal-oriented and have right. your tasks broken down and right. do your time blocking and all of that. It's right. So yesterday I was teaching class on business planning and goal setting. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, this is, that's timely. Yes. <laughs> so... I just see this a lot and I see it a lot with lenders. I mean, anyone in sales. Sure. We start to think that we're good, right? I did, I've done a lot of business. I'm good, mm -hmm. right? So what I've done in the past works. Um, I don't necessarily need to do anything different because what I do works. Did it work last year? No, it didn't. Mm -hmm. There was a point in time where almost all of us were struggling last year. That's true. Because we didn't do the basic things that it takes to be successful. So last year in talking about getting back to grassroots, I think really good, successful people took a step backwards and started doing things that they had to do at the beginning of their careers, mm -hmm. outbound calls. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of realtors door knocking. I mean, people make fun of that, but it works. And it works. you're constantly, you know, working on your business, right? So, you know, I think a lot of people, hopefully if they're smart, they took a step back and said, mm -hmm. what's not working? What did I do early in my career that made me this successful? And hopefully they're doing those things and not just sitting back, just, you know, waiting for the business to come. You know, it's really interesting that you say that because I have um, a junior rep with me now. Her name is Phoebe Toombs and she's a firecracker. Like Love I'm it. super excited for her. She's going to do amazing. And she's making me go back to the beginning of right. my career in real estate and my career in title right. and really think about, okay, what did I do when I first started, which I've been able to re-implement a few of those good ideas that right. I kind of forgot about or whatever, yeah. because she's re she's just rekindled that right. Um, idea, right? It's so important. It's so, fu so fun. She's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I but love yeah, a good hustler. <laughs> I see hustler. so many new people in this business, lenders, yeah. agents, and you can just tell they're going to be amazing. Yes. Right. And I get so excited about that because it reminds me of myself, you know, yeah. at that age, I I had to make it work. Right. You know, the, the favorite, she said a couple of things that have made me, you know, like chuckle, mm -hmm. like laugh out loud. Right. <laughs> um, but the first one that she said is she said she wanted to call my clients and I said, okay, well tell me why you want to call them. And she said, I want to know how someone my age, cause she's younger. She's right. in her twenties. She wants to, wanted to know how she could basically steal business from, from me. She wanted really to know how she could take business away from a experienced senior title rep. I love that. 
And I was like, you can call every single if one of them. If she was here, I would pat her on the back right now. That's Isn't that genius. the greatest, greatest thing ever? Genius. I was like, absolutely. You can call whoever you want. Well, if she and can take call it from you, you she can take it from anyone, right? That's Go right. for it, girl. We're at, well, but also where are my holes in mm-hmm. what I'm doing? What right. am I not doing enough of absolutely. or doing correctly that I need to plug a few holes in my in what I'm doing? Because I'm not perfect, right? I had to look at that too myself last year. I saw lenders out there getting business and I know they're not as good as me. Mm-hmm. I know they're not. They're not as good of a loan officer as me. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the care that I do. And I saw them getting business that maybe had prior been someone that I worked with. So I had to do that. I had to look, take a step back and say, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And I think a realtor could actually do that as well too. I mean, I don't know that I would go to someone and say, why didn't I get to sell your house last year? Right. I think you can probably figure out why you didn't get to sell that right. person's house. Um, usually it's something to do with not staying in front of them. I mean, you had it something on here. a lot of times. You said uh, something that I really liked too about does your sphere know what you do? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we do yeah. take it for granted a little bit because we I've had people say, oh my gosh, can you sell my house? I'm like, I'm a lender. <laughs> so yeah. obviously I haven't done a great job of conveying the piece of the puzzle that I actually handle personally. Sure. Um, I'm glad that they thought of me when they thought of their real estate transaction, but they probably would not have called me for their loan because they didn't know I was a lender. Correct. Yeah. So I think we take advantage or take um, for granted. Yeah. For granted, the thought that people automatically know what we do. Some people just say, "Oh, well, Tamra's in real estate." Great. Yeah. That's a, there's a lot of facets. Oh, of real I can't estate. tell you how many people think I. You know, you're that, a realtor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so, I'm like, yes. no, I don't. I don't sell houses. But hey, I do know a few yes. that can help you. Um. You know, it, it is about clarifying what you do. My, I don't really clarify what I do too much. I'm like, we're the place where you sign the paperwork because that's as far as I really but need to, to go with your it. Sphere, but, I mean, your sphere. No, no, needs my, to be my sphere is different. Um, but people outside of real estate, you know, yes. I'm like, no, I'm not a realtor, but I, I'll no just one. go with it because yeah. if I look like a realtor, that's fine. I guess there's a certain look. I don't know. I don't look like a nerd lender behind a desk. So, um, well, yes, you're too beautiful to be behind a desk. Um, I actually prefer it. <laughs> Um, Okay, so kind of getting back to what we're talking about, um, we kind of tapped into this a little bit. Does your sphere know what you do? Getting back to basics, making your calls. Something else you mentioned was creating a personal relationship with your sphere. And so it all is kind of talking about top of mind selling, but how to be really personable, personable with your sphere, personal with your sphere. Like, how do you really connect with them? Tell me, are you doing anything special with that this year that would be great for realtors to steal and use in their own business that you don't Um, mind sharing? I think we all get behind our computers and behind our social media and depend on that to do our work for us. And while that does open the door to a castanet to a little larger audience, does not build that personal relationship. So for me, I am always one-on-one with my A referral partners. Okay. And knowing who's an A, B, and C, right, is yep. key. That's the first thing you've got to know. Yep. Um, but making sure they do know how important they are to me, um, making sure that we're one-on-one, and I mean in person, face-to-face. It, it could be a lunch. It could be happy hour. It could be drinks. It could be you know, us getting our nails done. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even need to be business-related, mm-hmm. right? In fact, I, I would prefer that it's not business-related, right? Because we're building a personal relationship with that 
client, person, referral partner, whoever whoever it is, and it doesn't necessarily have to be business related. So I think agents can look back and see who, um, you know, where did where did my top people come from, or who are my top people? Who has been consistently my mouthpiece, right? And we all have those clients that refer us to anyone that will listen. Oh, right? I love those people. I do too. I do too. I have <laughs> some gold. I have some that I finance like seven loans for oh, themselves, and that. they and if if they're anywhere, uh-huh. they're telling people about yeah. me. Which your raving you know, fans, right? Right. So who are your raving fans? Mm-hmm. Right. I think I've I haven't done a good enough job with that with my actual clients. Um, I, it's easy with my partners because you know they they're basically on the same schedule as me. Yeah. But I think you could do that as a realtor or anyone else with your clients. Just take them to dinner. Take dinner to their house. I mean, anything that is an extra touch that's a above and beyond anything else you were doing is going to help foster that relationship. Well, and I think it's a, okay. So February Valentine's month, um, it's cliche at best, but I love it. <laughs> I know. And Lisa Johnson was it, June, Johnson, jo- Lisa Johnson, Juden. June is her married name. She was here um, talking about her new book. Uh, she's an Ebby agent and she was, she's a big Valentine fan too. Um, um, I'm not engaged, Kara, so I'm a little bit. I've always loved it. I love holidays. I love birthdays. Any like excuse, Any excuse to, get to celebrate and celebrate, I'm here for it. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's a, it is a fabulous month to really show love on people. To love on people, yes. Yeah. And this, this will air in plenty of time for people to see that. And so that's something that I'm working on for February, especially yeah. with our, you know our lender partners because we know that it's been hard for you guys as well as for us because the market has been different, but showing you guys some appreciation and figure out ways to help you catapult your, continue to catapult your business as being a good partner on our side. So, you know, I think February is a great month to be showing uh, your, your people that you care about some, some extra love. I agree. Okay. I'm, I'm here for any sort of celebration, yep. but, and especially for you, I mean, lenders are going to be a bigger part of your business this year, right? They, they keep talking been about a, a refi boom. refi boom, <laughs> but also, I mean, it is our job as a good title partner to continue to help figure out ways. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that. We've talked about this a couple yeah. of times, figuring out ways to help you guys continue to grow right. too, right? right. Um, okay. So what are you doing that's a little bit different this year than what you've done last year? So we all learned some lessons from last year, right? We did. Um, going back to the basics, we talked about that, having be more personal in your mm-hmm. business. So I know we talked about your five calls that you're speaking to five mm-hmm. people a day. Um, is there anything else that you're working on that's different this year? So that is the number one thing. But uh, for me, I am getting out from behind my desk a lot more. Hopefully, sometimes I can't because I'm just too busy. Right. But, um, you know, somebody's got to close the loans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But just being more intentional with education because I have a lot of knowledge in the time that I've done loans. I mean, I've closed 10,000 loans probably. I don't even know how many it is. Um, I was counting it up the other day. It's like a thousand loans over the last four years. Oh my goodness. So there's a lot up here. Yeah. And if I'm not in front of people or speaking with people or educating people, it's it's going to waste. Obviously it's great on my own personal business, but there's so much that I can share. And I have learned a lot of things the hard way. I have struggled in business. I struggled (laughs) last year in business when I shouldn't have, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, just 
do as I say, not as I do yeah. <laughs> in a lot of cases, but getting out from behind my desk, educating, just like the class yesterday, right? The business planning, goal setting. I'm a hustler. I've always been a hustler. I've been a hustler when I wasn't closing anything, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, always being very intentional with my business, um, making sure that I, 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 I don't make apologies for this, but my kids and my business are the center of my world. That's, and I, I mean, my, everything revolves around my business. Yeah. If you, if you look at your social media, you can tell that your family is incredibly important yeah, along yeah. with the people that you right. work with. Yeah. But I can't, I can't have those things with my family if I don't do well in business because I'm a right. single mom. Right. Right. So just, you know, being a little bit more intentional, there's, um, I've worked a lot harder this year um, with my goal setting and my business planning too really dig a little deeper on the why because a lot of people like, oh, my kids are my why or my dog's my why or my business is my why, whatever that is. That doesn't, it's not specific enough, mm-hmm. right? So for me, just being a little more intentional with that why because if you have a why that's very deeply rooted, the how will reveal itself. You know, that's a really good golden nugget too, Kara, because I don't, you know, I don't know how deep people dig on their why. I don't think they do. I've seen and that's your motivation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you're in, you're self-employed, right? As right. a realtor you're, right. and as a lender as well, right. you're self-employed. It's completely up to you to make your magic, right? right? And so what is really going to motivate you? Right. And so drilling down to that, that's a really good golden nugget. Every goal has to be tied to your why, yeah. right? Or else it's not going to be, um, it's not going to carry enough weight for you to go through the hard times that it's going to take to accomplish that goal. Because mm-hmm. you are going to run into roadblocks. Yeah. There are going to be hard times, like last year. I mean, we're going to run into high interest rates and we're going to run into a market drying up and we're going to run into low inventory. We're going to run into those things that are going to stop us from achieving those goals. So the why has to be so strong that it can take us over that hill, move us into the how are we going to accomplish this? So tell me what your, you said you were ramping up education. So tell me what your most um, highly attended classes right now, or what are realtors most interested in? Business planning. Okay. Business planning and goal setting. And I, really I am feel a like very, they should have already done that. I know, but <laughs> if they haven't, now's got to get started sometime. Still, yep, that's right. That's right? right. I agree. So I've I've seen a lot of, oh, well, I want to make more money this year. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. How right. are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. How are we going to, what are we going to do today that's going to lead into tomorrow, that's going to lead into this week and this month? How are we going to make more money? It's just like saying, oh, I want to be in shape this year. Cool. <laughs> How are you going to get there? So I've been, someone told me I was very aggressive yesterday, <laughs> but I'm serious but about okay. my business. I mean, that's okay. Right. Yeah. I'm serious. And I want to work with people who are as serious about their business as I am. I agree. If that comes across aggressive, I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't being pushy. I was just saying the business is not going to fall in your lap. Well, that's not but how I this also works. think having some passion about what you do is okay too. It of sometimes it very gets, passionate. it comes well, but sometimes that as as strong female women, right? Sometimes yeah. that comes across as aggressiveness. It's not really meant to be. It's yeah. just you're incredibly intentional and and incredibly passionate, and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a say it like it is Same. person, right? And not to a hurtful point by any means. Sure, it's just a you know, let me help you. Right. Let me let me tell you the things that I messed up so you don't do the same mm-hmm. things. Right. So you know, I, I she didn't mean it like I was like attacking or anything like that. It was just a no one's gonna do this for you. 
you have to do this yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to take these steps. I can give you a plan book, but you have to implement these steps yourself. Well, and that just kind of goes back to you're self-employed and you've got to, right. we've got to get motivated. It's we're, we're, we're out of time here. We're actually behind the curve. If, if we're talking about spring market, yeah. right. We're, we're yeah. actually already behind the curve. Um, talking about spring market. So I think a helpful thing to tell realtors or tell our audience would be, what are the, the, the conversations that you're having with buyers right now? Like what's, what's the most common thread of conversation or common denominator that you're having with buyers right now? I want to buy a house this year. How do I get prepared? Okay. What do I need to save? What does my credit need to be? I want to start early. So if there's anything I need to work on, I'll have plenty of roadway to do that. Um, you know, some people are raring and ready. They've already found a house by the time I talk to them. That's, that's a dream, right? Unless they don't qualify. That's not a dream. That's not a dream. <laughs> it's a nightmare. That is um, a nightmare. But for the most part, it's just people preparing themselves, very good agents will get their clients with a lender early, right? Okay. How early? What's, what is that? There's, it's what, never what too early. Look like? Ever. It's okay. never too early. Okay. Um, and, you know, the only time I ever say it's too early is if you absolutely know without a doubt your credit is perfect and you absolutely know without a doubt that you've saved enough for down payment. That's What is enough? It depends, right? So you still need to talk to a lender, yeah. to determine what that looks like, right? Um, but for the for the most part, there's always things, even if their credit's good, we can always do some things to improve it so that it's the best, Okay. right? Um, even if they've saved enough, I mean, I work with people who have absolutely zero saved. That's okay. There's programs out there. We got to find one, mm-hmm. right? So we need some roadway for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just, it's never too early. It's especially for a first time home buyer. It is never too, even if you're planning on not closing until next fall, let's get you ready to purchase. Cause if okay. you haven't saved a dollar right now, great. You have 10 months to save. Let's tell you, let's create a plan, tell you how much you need to be saving every month. I know life happens. So invariably there's going to be new tires on your car or you know, something kid needs something for, right. sc- you know, for, sure. for school. Yeah, absolutely. So we are, I mean, we kind of touched on this, the pinup demand that we've got in our, our current market. So saving money to be prepared and working with an experienced realtor and a lender. Those are a couple of things that we talked about too. I know you can refer people to a lender. I mean, excuse me, a realtor. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think working with experienced people is also yes. incredibly necessary. Yeah. You know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, you know, calling 1-800, give me some money is going to get you probably the best interest rate, right? Yeah. Or could get you the best interest rate. But I think what is incredibly important is that they work with someone like you that is local to our market mm-hmm. and will really look at the whole picture to help them understand because it's not just about interest rate. It's also about making sure that you can afford the payments long term, that you can right. afford the payments in the first place, but also and, when the taxes and, go up. And, yeah, thank you. Taxes and insurance have, can, are incredible gains um, over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to start seeing some people that can no longer afford to be in their home. Right. So someone like you is going to look like at the lifetime of their portfolio, what their trajectory looks like as far as earnings are concerned and help them get into a home that they can actually stay in. You're invested in their long-term success, unlike some of these other, you know, I don't know what you call them, just the... It's just a, it's a, 
it's either a big box lender or it's yeah. an online lender. You're there getting we go. a call That's center. What I, the words That's I was all you're for. getting Thank is you. a call center. And they have, you know, the online sites where you just go and fill in your information and they spit out a pre-approval letter. <laughs> what happens when you're self-employed and they haven't reviewed your tax returns? What happens when those bank statements show cash deposits and we can't use all the funds in the bank? It, those things aren't accounted for. Oh, a friend those- of mine told me her kid got approved for like a $450,000 house with a part-time job. And I was, and he's in his twenties and you know, I was like, he has no business. <laughs> like that's, but first of all, that'll never okay. happen. Right. <laughs> second of all, yeah, I mean, that's not setting someone up for success. It's right. Not. And that's what the, that's what is so incredibly important about working someone with, with you is that you're going to help them make sure that they get into a home that they can stay in. Right. Right. That we get into a home period because in that case, those clients would have been declined. Yeah. Right. So maybe they would never buy a home at all. Right. Maybe they continue to rent. It just takes that extra time. Mm -hmm. Right. And that extra touch. On those that a, well, and caring, a call center can't do. You care about yeah. these yes, people. Yes. You know, you're not just another loan application. They're not just another loan application. That's no. somebody that you actually care about and yes. you want to have a long-term relationship with. Right. That's the difference is you're going to keep in contact with them and you're going to want to. So you're going to do right by them. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've done loans for free for people just to make sure that they get in their home. Aww. I did it last week. <laughs> I didn't want nice to. You. I didn't, well, well, it's not. It's it just, always comes back. Yeah. Those you, I always back. put the good out there. It's mm-hmm. going to come back to me in some way. I don't know when it will be. I don't know if it ever will, but mm-hmm. I still put the good out there. Right. So, you know, do we want to do the business that way? No, we don't. Did it have a circumstance where they wouldn't have gotten closed if we hadn't given up what we gave up? Yeah. Unfortunately. So that family's in a house and they wouldn't have been before. So before we wrap up for today, is there any kind of last minute advice you have for realtors out there as they're working with their buyers this year, getting things ready to go? I do think the preparation conversation is probably the most important. Okay. If they already have a buyer, you know, in their sphere that they're working with, preparation is key. Um but just continue to stay in front of them because just because you have someone that you're talking with in January, if you lose contact with those people and they're ready in June, you're not going to be the first person they call, unfortunately, because realtors are a dime a dozen, lenders are a dime a dozen. Unfortunately, if we're not there in front of them when it's their time, we're going to lose out on that business. So don't assume just because you have a client right now that you're working with that that client is going to remain in your book of business when it's their time to be ready, unless you take the steps to stay in front of them. Okay. So the last two pieces of advice, very good advice to leave the audience with is it realtors. If you're working with a buyer, make sure that you get in front of a lender as soon as possible like Kara, because we want to make sure that they're prepared to buy a house when they're ready. And then also realtors, make sure that you're staying in front of your right. your pipeline, your sphere, right. right? So that you're top of mind when they are ready to buy right. or sell a house. Absolutely. Great advice to leave them with. Kara, thank you so much <laughs> for you. being my guest today. <laughs> it was a pleasure to have you on the show. That's another episode. Thank you for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So give me an opportunity to get you, get a conversation going about your title needs and make it a great day. 